You're listening to the Clean Water Made Easy podcast, episode number nine. Hello, welcome back to the Clean Water Made Easy podcast. My name is Jerry Bulfin. I'm a water treatment contractor and WQA certified master water specialist here in Santa Cruz, California. It's a beautiful day and hope it's going good wherever you are. Thanks for tuning in again, or if this is your first time, thanks for tuning in at all. In this episode, I'm going to talk all about the difference between water softeners and no salt water conditioners, something we get a lot of questions about. Mainly, I talk about well water and well water treatment systems on these episodes, but today this covers folks on city water as well, since there is a lot of water that's hard out there on city water, which is water is hard if it's high in calcium, magnesium, and creates scale. So we're going to cover how traditional water softeners work and the types of no-salt water conditioners, we call them. Some people call them no-salt water softeners, but prefer to call them conditioners. And we're going to talk about when to use them, more importantly, when under what conditions not to use a no-salt water conditioner. There are some conditions where you would prefer a standard softener if you have hard water. And if you want to go to the website, it's cleanwaterstore.com slash blog slash podcast, and you can get more information. I've got some links to one of the studies I talk about in this episode, and you can see pictures and stuff. So if you want to check it out, go there and you'll get more information. Okay, so what about water softeners? When would you use a water softener? Well, really, if you don't need a water softener, you would probably know it. Your water is Soft, meaning it's not leaving white spots and stains on your shower heads. Yeah, your dishes come out clean. The water feels soft, which means the soap is easily dissolves in it. If your water is hard, which we, we consider water that's hard over about five to seven grains per gallon. Uh, maybe some water softening salesman might say the water would be hard if it's over two or three grains per gallon, which is technically true. It has hardness in it. But from our experience, most people can live pretty good with water that's less than, say, seven, eight, even 10 grains. When it gets to 10 grains per gallon, and that's a measurement of how you can test the water, uh, how much by weight, how much calcium carbonate is in a gallon of water. So for instance, 10 grains per gallon is pretty hard. So it'd have a fair amount of calcium carbonate dissolved in it. So if you have less than that and you're not seeing a problem, then don't worry about it. But but a lot of folks in the US, Canada, and around the world, of course, have very hard water. And when it gets up above eight, 10 grains per gallon and really 12, 14, 15 grains per gallon. At that point, it's actually economically feasible to install a water softener or perhaps a no salt water conditioner because it saves you money because it won't wear out your water heater, wear out your clothes by having excess mineral deposits build up in them in the laundry and dryer. It's also an aesthetic issue by having soft water 
you, your hair is softer, your skin is softer, you can use a lot less soap. And so that's basically, basically it. You, you want to use a water softener when your water is hard. So hard water, traditional water softeners remove hardness scale physically from the water. So if you have hard water and you uh, remove the hardness, then your dishes, fixtures will often be fairly spot free. You won't see that white deposits on them. You won't, your shower doors will be more spot free and, and everything is just so much easier to clean. And the, the laundry is brighter. You, you don't have to use bleach as much. And so there's, there's a lot of advantages to softeners. It, it extends the life of your appliances, such as your dishwasher and your water heater. So people are often highly motivated to, if they have hard water, to get, to get water softeners. So the problem is, is that with a water softener, the way they work is they have resin beads in them. If you can imagine like a tank looks like an oxygen tank or a pressurized little tank of has resin beads in it. And as water flows through, the calcium magnesium in the water is attracted, sticks onto the resin beads. And in a process called ion exchange, an ion of sodium is put into the water. So that's where the salt comes in. Uh, salt water softeners use salt. And so the way they use salt is they, they, for every bit of calcium that's removed, they put an equal, sometimes a little more, bit of sodium back into the water. So you've got a situation where now sodium doesn't have a problem, doesn't cause the same problems that calcium scale does. So you've got a situation where now your water is, is much cleaner. And so this, this goes on, this process goes on in an automatic water softener where the water is softened and days go by, maybe a week goes by. And then at some point, the resin beads are so saturated with calcium that it's got to be cleaned. So the traditional automatic water softeners, which, you know, Culligan and Sears sells a gazillion of them. And we sell them too, of course. But you get a, a situation where uh, it automatically cleans itself with brine. So you have a brine tank, which holds a salt and at middle of the night when no one's using water, typically, it sucks up some brine and cleans and regenerates the resin beads and washes all that calcium down the drain along with quite a bit of salt. And so what happens is, is that your, your, your resin is good to go again to keep softening your water. It, in fact, they work great. But one problem is, is that the salt is putting, the salt type of systems are putting brine and chlorides and sodium into the wastewater. So there's, so it can be a problem if the local area, we're in California, so there's a lot of areas are trying to recycle their wastewater to use on golf courses or you know, irrigation, industrial uses. So it's really a problem for them if there's a high amount of sodium and chloride, it's real expensive for them to take that out of the water versus just cleaning up the water if there wasn't an excess level. And there's a lot of other things, very controversial, and that's a whole nother long story, but as far as the legislation and, and the whole thinking behind it, but they, they've figured in some areas, they think the softeners do have an impact on this waste stream. 
So there's been a lot of work. What can we do? What, what are alternatives to it? And then just from an individual standpoint, as consumers, it's pretty neat to have, if you had totally soft water and soft, soft water system and you have to do any maintenance to it, you didn't have to add any salt, didn't require electricity. It's kind of too good to be true. And in fact, it is, as I'll talk to you about in a minute. But there's some, they do work. There's some benefits to it, just to say that up front. But you have to be careful under what conditions you're using them and sort of what your expectations are you're going to get from your no salt water softener. So that's how, that's again, that's how water softeners work. And they're very effective. And the new ones are more efficient than the old ones as far as using salt. The new ones we use now are, have upflow brining and use very little salt. They count how many gallons you use in the water in the house and only do that regeneration process when it's really necessary. So the new generations use a lot less salt than, the, than say, 30 years ago, but they still do use salt. So um, if you could use a no-salt water conditioner and you know, and it, and, it, and it did what you wanted to do, then it sounds pretty good. Well, essentially, the way the, the way that the no-salt water conditioners work, and, and there's some sites, like I said, we'll call them no-salt water softeners, and that's kind of stretching the truth because softening would mean removing the water, the water hardness. At least that's how professional water treatment, and it, as we're trained, that's what we consider softening is removing the hardness from it. So it's not really in a no salt water conditioner you don't remove anything from the water the water going in same hardness as the water going out the difference is is that the the actual water is treated so that they it doesn't build up scale and the way this works at least in the common ones that we use there's a couple different types and I'll go over it briefly the different kinds but the one the type that's seems to work the best is called uses a process called template assisted crystallization and what that means is that there's a template and you've got a type of a of a structure where when the when the minerals in the water run into this come in contact with this resin it forms a type of crystal they're nano sized crystals and so these these crystallized minerals remain in the water so they're they're and they're harmless. And basically, what you're doing is you're you're kind of growing calcite crystals so that you these these now they can't form scale. It can't form that that hard scale where you have to get heavy acid or some kind of special cleaner or rub it with a pumice stone in order to get it off. No, it doesn't do that. It's very soft, and so it it doesn't stick to inside of the pipes, particularly water heating pipes, particularly when the water's heated. So the scale stopper conditioners, that's our brand scale stop, but they're still sold under many different types of brands, but have beads that are, that have, that have nucleization sites. I'm, I'm reading my notes here, but I don't want to get too far off in the weeds with the chemistry, but basically the mineral particles bind themselves onto these beads. And therefore that's where the crystallization process occurs. After the minerals, these little particles turn into crystals, then then released in the water. It's just all done quickly and instantly as the water flows through this thing. It also looks sort of like a water softener. Again, it's a tank of resin. The water's it's piped into your water supply. All the water coming into the house flows through this, feeds the water heater, 
and your cold water. So this, this type of system has been thoroughly tested and debated. I mean, because, you know, of course, the water softening industry is traditionally opposed to it because one thing you can't tell, you can't test for, you can't test to know that they're working. In other words, there's no test that you can test before and after that's accepted. There's not a simple test kit that'll tell you that your no salt water conditioner is working. So it's very controversial, but essentially after selling them for some years and trying different brands and different types, we're very careful how we promote them and sell them, but the people that get them, they are very happy with them. And the reason is, is that they're not looking for their water to be soft. They don't want soft water, perhaps, and they don't care about so much the spots on the shower doors. What they're looking for is they want to prevent the hard water scale from ruining the water heater or from ruining particularly like the on-demand water heaters or affecting the washing machine and the dishwasher. So essentially, these these things have been tested. These no-salt water conditioners have been widely tested. And one of the tests that they use is a German study or protocol, I guess you'd call it. It's the DDGW and it's the W512. That's the standard under which they do these tests. The tricky thing is, is that there's a couple of different brands that promote this. Uh, oh, our system has been, you know, German certified or past the, I won't try to say that what, what it actually stands for, the DVGW, but it's essentially the German Society of Gas and Water Specialists or German Society of Gas and Water in German, but DVGW. But the thing is that it, it's very misleading because as far as at least how I look at it, because what it is is that it's testing only for heat exchangers. So this the standard that a lot of these, the some people try to oversell or promote the no salt water softener is the completely, you can eliminate water softeners and it's the best thing that ever happened. That type of thing. No, set it and forget it. Never needs maintenance, you know, more uh, propaganda. But they essentially, they use this German standard as, hey, our, our product has been, been uh, certified. But the thing is that, yeah, it's been tested for heat exchangers. In other words, for hot water applications. Indeed, they, the, the, the standard that they tested for is like, I think it's like 70 or 80 degrees centigrade. So, you know, what's that like 140 degrees? In other words, it's hot water. So they're using it for, for very hot water. And so in cold water, it's, it's not as it, it's perhaps not as effective. It's not really designed for cold water. But on the other hand, you can look at it too and say, well, I don't really have a much of a problem with scale building up in my cold water. But the, but the thing is that one thing that we can just know that it's not for, it's not for spots or, or if after the water's evaporated. Like, so for instance, a lot of folks say, Hey, you know, I want to, I want to, I have hard water. When this water evaporates on my ceramic tiles or in my bathtub or in the bathroom or or, you know, I have, I hate it because it's all white and it's hard to get off. Well, then the no salt water conditioners don't work 
for that. That's a, that's at least how we promote it. We we have some customers that say they they do see some effect on it, but it's primarily for water heaters. Protect your pipes and protect inside the scale, and eliminate scale inside pipes. It doesn't descale your existing pipes, although there are you could run citric acid and there's a few other things you could try to kind of clean up your pipes if you have hard water already. But it will prevent scale from building up in the pipes, and that's that's why we call it the scale stopper. We don't call it the salt-free water softener. It basically stops scale. So that's what we promote them for, and um, you know we we guarantee folks are happy and. We do get some return, not many, but we have had people say, hey, you know, I really wanted a water, I, want, I thought I was getting a water softener. And, you know, we try to tell folks up front, it's not a water softener. And indeed, if you have hard water, say you have 20, 25 grains per gallon, super hard water, and you've been living with a water softener for many years, and you're sick of dealing with the salt, or you just don't want to get another water softener for some reason, you wouldn't be happy with a no salt water conditioner is my prediction. The water will feel hard because it is hard. And so it, but it, it, it might not build up in the pipes, but it will still have a problem with hardness. And, you know, you'll still, if the water evaporates, you'll still see hardness in the water. You'll still see that calcium. So if that didn't confuse you, then I can go on here. One question we get is, how do I know which type to use? Okay, I'm confused now. Sounds good to me. I think I do want a no salt water. I mean, who wouldn't want to have salt water with with no maintenance? But what it is that first you have to test your water. So get a water test. It's very simple to, to test for hardness. If your water has high hardness, say 12, 15 grains per gallon, I probably would recommend a water softener unless you really don't care about the spotting on the shower doors or, you know, in the dishwasher. The template-assisted crystallization systems, the no-salt water conditioners, are good up to 50 grains per gallon, but you will still have to live with 50 grain per gallon water if you get, if you have 50 grains per gallon. I mean, it's, the water's going to feel hard. So, there are some folks, though, in some areas where you cannot get a water softener. They won't let you put in a water softener. In which case, in that case, your, your only option is to either rent an exchange tank water softener where they come and get it and take it away somewhere else in a different area and, and regenerate it. Or you can get one of these no-salt conditioners, which are, which are pretty good. People are very happy with them that have the right expectation about what they're getting and they they're looking for you know lower maintenance and particularly no problems with scale buildup in the pipes. Another thing that comes up a lot with these systems is the whole maintenance and and in fact the resin does need to be changed sometimes every few years. We've heard it last as long as four or five years, but the idea that these no salt water conditioners, the resin in them lasts for many years or that you get a lifetime warranty you know that's silly it, it, all the different studies and it's been our experience as well uh, with with many customers is that after a few years you need to pour out the resin and put new resin in it's not that hard to do but there that's the maintenance so there's no the systems don't require backwashing or 
there's no electricity involved, there's no wastewater, but you do have to change the, the, the TAC, the template assisted crystallization resin every so often. And you kind of will know when it's time to change it because you'll start to see problems with the, you know, the scale build up again. So anyway, I hope that answered a lot of your questions about that. And if you do have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email. My email is Jerry Bolfin, that's G-E-R-R-Y-B-U-L-F-I-N at cleanwaterstore.com. And like I said, if you want to go to the site, you'll get a lot more information on it on this uh, written like a, a blog post about this and as well as put links to the Arizona State study. I think it was in 2013 that um, an engineer and a, uh, a professor from Arizona State, and they're working with the uh, water, re- water Reuse Research Foundation. Remember I said about how the water, they want to reuse the water. So they're looking for, hey, what are the alternatives to softening? So the, the Water Use Research Foundation um, did this pretty thorough study on studying heat exchangers, again, using the DDGW standard. And they ran the water, I think it was like 20 hours, hot water through these heat exchangers. And it was pretty amazing. They, there's pictures and they show the, um, what worked and what didn't. And the type of resin that we use worked the best, uh, worked better than the, than the other type of no, no salt. Or another way to say it, they, they call it physical water conditioners or physical water treatment as opposed to chemical water treatment. So the, the salt water softeners... Also, there's phosphate. Some people use phosphate to put into the water to help soften the water. Those are all chemical water softening. They would, that's how they would refer to it. And then, but uh, the physical water treatment uses, tries to make the calcium uh, and magnesium turn into crystals that then don't stick to the pipes is basically the simplest way of saying it. They, they go into the chemistry of it on there too. You can read more about it. It's very interesting. But um, their, their study was very thorough and they basically shows how the, the the couple of other kinds that that are of physical water conditioners or no salt water conditioners uh, didn't work that well and it wasn't a big surprise to us because when we tried them they didn't work that well either there's some that where there's a wire you wrap around the pipe and you plug it in those are really cool because it's the it doesn't use any uh there's no main, I mean, there's no installation requirements. Just you wrap it around, plug it in and you're, you can install within minutes. They worked very minimally. Um, so, uh, people didn't notice much of a difference at all with them. Still had problems with, uh, water heaters and that type of thing. But again, it depends on the water chemistry and it depends on the situation, but that was our experience. They might work for some people. I don't know. I'm not, I, I haven't, complete experience with those, but the few we tried, people weren't happy with them. But the, um, so that's the, the, those electrical ones. And then there's the resin one, which is the kind that we use. And it's a TAC so-called, we call it scale stopper. And, um, that, that was the exact same resin was used in their study. So that was kind of, we didn't pay them to do it. It was just, we just happened to use the same technology, but, um, and then the only other one that, that's out there is of the, the three types that they studied was a type that uses 
that actually does physically remove the hardness of the water, but it uses wastewater. So about 25% of the water is wasted and they're quite expensive. They haven't really been commercialized well. They're called uh, capacitive deionization. Essentially, it's this, they use this carbon aerogel uh, uh, material and they put an anode and cathode on it, put some electricity in it, just tracks the, the hardness. So it's, it's physically, it's kind of nice because it's taking out the hardness out of the water and along with some, some other minerals too. But uh, they're quite expensive. They're not really practical as far as what we can tell. You know, they're four or five times, sometimes eight or ten times more expensive than a, a softener or a uh, one of these the, the no-salt conditioners that I've been talking about. So, the, so but that, that's, that's another option. So those are the different types it talks about, and you can, you can go on there and, and see their study if you want to read more about it. And uh, like I said, if you have any questions or you want to find out more about the no-salt water conditioners, just visit our site, cleanwaterstore.com. And if you want to read this podcast or get the links on it, go to cleanwaterstore.com slash blog slash podcast. And you'll see this is episode nine. So you'll see the, the links in there. And hey, thanks again for listening and have a great day.